Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! All right, we are back. Three dudes with a view, Thursday edition. We're having a big Zoom party this morning. Got several people on with us, and, and that's a good thing. Uh, this is our last show of the week. Tomorrow morning inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross. If you want to watch uh, the Zoom party, you can go to our website, WKOM, or go to it's on Facebook, right, uh, Clayton? Yes, sir. Facebook, yeah. X, Twitch, you name it. Yep, you can watch us. And, and on our website, the video is archived, as well as the podcast. If you want to listen to the podcast of our show, as you drive about town, you can find the podcast on our website, or again, you can find it, you know, anywhere, Spotify, Apple, wherever. Three <clears throat> three dudes with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody out there. Good morning. All right. Regular special guests include uh, Debbie Matthews. How you doing? Debbie, your your audio's off. Sorry about that, guys. Good morning. Good morning, Debbie Matthews. And straight from Hound Dog Holler, somewhere <laughs> somewhere south of Mount Pleasant, Seth Campbell. How are you, man? Hey, doing good, everybody. Good to see you again. Good to see you. And we've uh, we've got a return this week of Ron Hart for an encore appearance. Uh, native son, favorite son of Columbia, seventy-seven graduate, Columbia Central High. Good morning, Ron. Good morning. All right, folks. My gauge this morning said eleven degrees. I don't know, Mr. York. How you doing out there? Yeah, I'm about ten, ten or eleven, something like that. Wow. And then what? What's it like down in Hound Dog Holler, Seth? It's cold, but it's a lot warmer than it was yesterday. So well, I'm not complaining. True, but we. It looks like we've got two more nights where we're going to zero or below. That would be tomorrow night and Saturday night. Uh, I'm done with it. Yeah, I'm I'm done with it too, and and I've got a situation where I'm watching the gauge on my propane tank, and uh, you know I'm burning up the phone line out there at Thompson Gas because I'm going to run out of gas sometime this weekend, and so uh, hopefully Thompson will get out there and fill the thing up for me. Um, all right, folks, we've got uh, two columns this week, one by Seth and one by Ron. Uh, I'm going to start with Seth. Seth, I'm going to – Clayton stepped out of the room, but he'll be back in a minute. Clayton, I have sort of agreed with you on some of this and sort of not agreed. Uh, Seth writes that we're going to have – this is in Main Street, Murray, and his column – Seth's column appears right alongside Ron Hart's column. And uh, Ron's, Ron's column in this week's Main Street, Murray, is about young folks and – and we've already talked about that. He's got a new column out. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But Seth's column this week is about uh, Bumpy Ride in the legislature. He points out to the Tennessee Three uh, and, you know, the annex they're pulling and how that's just sort of a circus in the legislature and the reaction of 
Speaker Sexton by giving each legislator a one one ticket to the gallery so as to control the demonstrations and the noise from the gallery. And and then he also points out to the... uh, the voucher bill, which is working its way through the legislature, and I'm not sure. I mean, I I tend to agree with you, Seth, that I don't. I personally don't have a lot of reservations about the voucher bill, but I don't think it's as unpopular as you characterize it. Uh, and then, of course, the the new commissioner of education, Lizette Reynolds, who I think moved here from Texas. Uh, yeah, that is correct. You moved here from Texas 10 days ago, and, of course, she gets called in front of the legislature. Having newly arrived from Texas, didn't know much about what was going on in the Department of Education in Tennessee. Um, well, she was having issues forming sentences. I mean, she couldn't even fake it very well. I mean, I would think if you made it to that point in your life that you were, you'd be able to at least fake it. And she... Like <laughs> to, 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 to an extent, Ron, <laughs> but, but this, I mean, this gal couldn't um, form a former coherent sentence in front of the in the committee room. So, I mean, I, I'm I have some concerns about who's in charge of our education system. It, it did make some of our friends in Nashville cringe a little bit. I, yeah. I will say that. And having nearly well, right. understandably. Yeah. She doesn't know anything about education, uh, Seth. She was in some think tank in Florida. That's all she's done in education. No, I, I, I think she was in the Texas Department of Education is what I read. I'll, I'll research and have an answer by the next break. Okay, we'll see what we can find. At any rate, I'm willing to give her a do-over uh, until after she finds the ladies' room and has a chance to have a tour and get briefed on what's going on in the Department of Education. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'd say one do-over it will be enough. Bring her back in a month, and let's see how she does. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was, a, it was a poor rollout for somebody who's in charge of, you know, educating our children to a to a degree and yeah you know i I heard you guys talking i think it was last week it was clayton talking about just how speaker sexton has fumbled the ball on so many different things and that's kind of how i started the column um it's hard to have direction up there when you have someone so politically inept and this isn't about his policy stances i just think he has uh, he just has no nose for the for how to do things up there at least that's my perception you know when just the way he goes about handling business, you know, throwing the two legislatures out and have, taking them back, removing them, just everything he does, it just seems messy to me. It doesn't seem clean. Well, I mean, you Clayton and I have shared some of your criticism, Seth. Go ahead, Michelle. I say he overuses his power. You know, when you're a leader, there are certain things you can do, but you don't have to do them. You've got to respect the people that you're leading. But he just uses sheer power because he's the speaker. And he's still just a member of the House. They give him the speaker uh, role so he can carry the, 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 the legislature on. But he abuses his power by saying, do it the way I want it or else. And that's not that's not leadership. Well, and, and the darn thing about it, Mr. York, is that he was when he was just a member, he was, you know, a friend of public education and he, he supported different public education. You know, he supported public education. He was against the uh, the bill that came in front of the legislature what, four or five years ago. He was against it. And now that he's the speaker, he's totally reversed his roles on that. And um, I guess somebody in public education pissed him off and he's uh, no longer a friend of public education. 
Yeah, and he's against the media. When you start giving out tickets, who do you? Who, what what does your legislature do? Does it get? Does he give the ticket to a, a constituent, or does he give it to the media? Don't give it to. He the wants to keep teachers. He wants the to media. keep teachers out of there. If they pass this voucher bill, it'll be full of angry, upset teachers, and he wants to get out in front of that. I, so that, I, I thought I thought about that, Seth. I I, I agree with you on that. I, I think he's preparing for what he knows is going to happen or come down the road. Yeah, the media gets yeah. their own passes. They don't have to go to get it. They they have they they get their passes through a whole separate avenue. Uh, they they don't have to go to a legislative member and get a ticket. This is for members of the public. Uh, you know, and I hadn't thought about what might happen with the voucher bill. I do think that uh, I mean I've got some serious reservations about the voucher bill myself, and I'm a conservative. You know. Uh, I, I just have I, I, I don't want <clears throat> I don't want uh, the state of Tennessee getting involved in our private schools in, in any yeah, way. Public, public money going Amen. into private schools. Yeah. Amen. Debbie, yes. Debbie, are you in agreement on that? I, 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 there's always strings attached when you start taking money and even the homeschool parents, there's going to be some that are desperate to get some funding and they just don't know what it's opening up for them. So our uh, as I've heard it said before, our homeschool system is not broken. They don't need the state's help, and and public and private schools need to be very careful about what money they take because it comes with strings. It, yes. it always will. I mean, and I and I think an argument can be made that our universities have become the left wing uh, institutions that they are because of the of the enormous amount of federal money that they receive, and uh, right. and so I I I, I, I I'm. I, I'm I, I just I'm gonna have a hard time with this voucher thing, and I don't think I, I wanted to ask y'all though. I wanted to ask um, my conservative friends though. Didn't you feel like when uh, Representative Sapicki was in there that they're trying to make it easier to swallow for uh, for voters and constituents? Because I think the seventy five hundred dollar voucher bill by itself uh, presents some issues, but it sounded like he was trying to fluff it up with different things, like starting teacher pay higher up just to make it more palatable for voters, you know, add a chaser to the, to the street. Uh, Seth, uh, I, saw, I mean, I read that in your column. I don't understand what you're talking about there. What I, I hadn't heard what you've heard. Uh, well, it was my, it was my understanding that the governor wanted the $7,500 voucher coupon, you know, straight up. And now the legislature wants to get their hands on it to add things to it to maybe make it more, um, more palatable for uh, constituents because you know for a lot of these guys the number one employer in their districts is the school system so if they piss off the whole school system and the teachers and the you know everyone to do with the school system I imagine that they'd become pretty unpopular and if they're in a swing district they could be they could be in trouble so it was my perception that Representative Sapicki was trying to maybe add a few things to that bill to make it a little bit more popular like. Um, um, increasing the uh, new teachers starting pay to what was that fifty thousand dollars a year? Some more positive things because I think the seventy five hundred dollar coupon it only helps such a small segment of of, of people, and I, I think it's unpopular. But you seem to disagree with me. Has Sapicki well, come out in you know, favor of the vouchers? Seth, I mean, has, all three conservatives who are on right now, myself, Debbie, and Clayton, we're all uh, we're having a real hard time going along with the voucher thing. So maybe it's maybe it is more unpopular than. Than I thought. I, I, what was it? What was Columbia Academy cost? It's about um, about ten to eleven thousand a year, which it, we, which is lower than our friends up north. I mean, you go to Brentwood. Up Academy, north, you mean Nashville? Yeah, if you go to Brentwood Academy. You're looking at about twenty three to twenty four a year. Yeah, I but think, bottom line, poor 
poor folks can't make up that difference. You know, n- n- normal working families aren't going to be able to make up that difference for their kid. And a lot of these better schools have scholarships, though. I mean, Baylor, Macaulay, Westman, they're full of kids on scholarship that can make, right. make it happen. But they're usually athletes. Correct. Yeah, you got to play sports to get that scholarship. Yeah, we, we had, I had a discussion with someone yesterday. Almost every private school that I know of up north will make you play at least one sport each semester. So they, they, they it's, it's hard idea, to me. Really. Yeah, well, at least in Atlanta, Westminster had 100 boys, 100, bo- 100 girls, and you got you got a field, track and field, cross country, soccer, football, baseball, basketball. I mean, just the, the few athletes they had had to play three sports. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard, especially but, but when you have get- high, high academics. Well, well, Ron, when you, if you play sports, you have to be a good athlete. Everybody that plays sports is not a great athlete. Well, I know. I know. Right, and just let's be honest, they're usually black kids that are well, brought in there uh, to play sports. That's what it was. You know, Ralph David Abernathy actually was one of the best running backs that Westminster ever had. It was, you know, there's a mixture of a lot of things that go into it, but, they, you know, they, they do bring in the athletes. And, well, and, and – but we're getting off on a tangent here. What we're talking about is vouchers and whether or not they are a good thing and whether or not Republicans support them. I, and to answer Seth's deal about Scott Spickey, I, I know Scott, and, and I can't speak for him. I've heard him a lot, so all I can do is try to describe what I I, I think he said, uh, that he does support the uh, salary raises up to a $50,000 minimum, and he does support, and of course that would raise all, you know, the more senior teachers would be have a commensurate raise as well, uh, and so that, that's a significant raise across the board for teachers, and and I'm, I'm solidly for that. I just don't think that we're going to get the teachers that we need and want without a, at least a $50,000 minimum and for the time being, and that's probably going to go up over time. Well, uh, we ought to just pass a bill for raising teachers' salary well, instead I, of trying to cram it into a voucher. Oh, they're watering it down, Mr. York. They, they got a, they're got they watering it down, fluffing it up. So, well, my so point is, though, I don't understand the teacher raise bill and the voucher bill to be connected at all. They're two separate bills. Okay, um, that's what I wanted to know because yeah. I haven't heard Scott come out saying he's supporting the voucher bill. I, so, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, I may be wrong, and I, boy, I was wrong about something earlier. I'll tell you that uh, Commissioner of Education, she's been on board since the middle of last summer. So yeah, her do over's up with. But uh, <laughs> yeah, she, she she also worked for George W. Bush in Texas. So yeah, yeah, there yeah. So there we. Yeah, her do over's up with. But uh, mm. I, I may be wrong. My my understanding is those are Explains two the language separate barrier. yeah two separate exactly. yeah two separate bills on two entirely separate tracks. That's my understanding. Uh, oh and, well, maybe I misunderstood. I thought that they were adding things to the stand yeah. alone, to the seventy five hundred dollar voucher coupon bill. I thought I, if that's going to pass clean, just that um, if that's going to go to the floor just like that. I don't know. There's been a lot of people who flip flop, you know, on it who who were against vouchers a couple of years ago and. Tacito was the speaker, and now that Sexton's the speaker, they're they're for him, and I, I don't know what's changed, but um, you know, I would suspect, you know, just assuming um, Representative Picky will be for it, um, but but a good, I, I don't know, Dave. A, a good legislator. Okay, so here's the thing: who who would want to subscribe to the voucher program? It would be the people that have access to to, to revenue, people that have money. So you, I, what, I disagree with you on that. Instead of having a system that educates all the kids, the voucher program is trying to separate kids based on class. 
gives them options. I, I don't, I don't buy that at all. But again, I you he gives know, them options. Hey, yeah, I, we, I, yeah. we, we, we may be able to agree that we don't like vouchers, but I don't, I don't buy that. I, 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 don't, I, I don't think. I know I one thing. A bunch of, I think there's a bunch of women out there that may be single moms that maybe could scrape together thirty five hundred dollars. And that a seventy-five hundred dollar voucher gives her an option for her child. <laughs> right, like a bad school. You're district. dreaming, Debbie. You're dreaming. Well, that's what they're thinking about. Know, you know, Harpethal, where my daughter went, is over thirty thousand a year now. I'm. I, those people are not. They're, they're going to no, send their kids to Harpethal anyway. That's you know, right. And, we're talking about we're talking about Middle Tennessee. And kids. I would suspect that Harpeth Hall may say, "No, no, no. We don't want any voucher money. We don't want the state involved with us." I, I, I know, I know one thing. If you asked all the Republicans in Nashville privately about this bill, I would say most of them are upset that the governor brought this up during the election. Yeah, they are. They, I mean, now it, it that just, that undertone I have heard. Yeah, just, and Seth's over there nodding his head. Just stupid. And but but this the public politically inept. Yeah, but the notion that this is going to just disrupt the public schools and throw the train off its tracks and all that. I'm not for vouchers, but I don't buy that notion at all. But so yeah, let's. Yeah, I mean, well, not Billy investing in the right things. All right, let's break. Uh, break, 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 break. Billy's not working. of today are among the most dependable and luxurious vehicles in America and Parks Motor Sales has them all. Find excellent deals on the Buick LaCrosse, Cascada, and Regal. Parks has SUVs, the Encore, Enclave, and Envision. Their exceptional staff can help you find your best fit with financing for your budget. For a vehicle that has everything, experience the new Buick. For a dealer that has everything, experience Parks Motor Sales. Visit 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com Hi, this is George Rawls with The Way Realty. Please allow me to share a little bit about us. We measure our success by the quality of service you receive. We provide many ways to help you get the most when selling your house, like home staging, landscaping, repairs, professional pictures, and aggressive marketing. Our listings are posted on the MLS, Realtracks.com, Zillow, Realtor.com, and Trulia. Your house will most likely be your biggest investment for your family and for your future retirement. Let us help you fulfill the American dream by buying, building, or selling your next home. And most importantly, let this new year be a great year by putting Jesus first in your life. Jesus Christ changes lives. I know because he changed mine. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? 
Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Surex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm.
with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. We have, uh, let's see some now. We have heard from Representative Specky, who who's listening from Nashville. Yeah, who says we've got some things wrong on our on our facts, and I, that doesn't surprise me a bit. As I said uh, before, I'm just trying to describe the situation as I understand it, and and so my understanding may be completely wrong. And uh, Scott's definitely going to be on the show tomorrow. We might get him to call in today if he can and uh, sort of straighten out this thing. Uh, let's see. The schools, we heard from Jack Cobb, spokesperson for Murray County Schools. All Murray County Schools will be closed at least until Monday at this point. Yes, and all athletic events, practices, practices everything. Everything is closed. Bo- Boys and Girls Club. It's all closed in the Murray County Public Schools. I know Agathos is closed until Monday, private school. I don't uh, – I would assume, I would assume CA and Zion will probably follow suit. Uh, yeah, but we don't know. That. We don't know that yet. Yeah, and uh, so if anybody does know, let us know uh, about Zion and CA. It was great to have Sheriff Bucky rolling on the other day. He's a friend of the station, and uh, always delightful to hear from him. I think that's the first time he's been on with us. And, it's been a while. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I'm, I hope he comes back soon. But now he's. I don't think the road situation has changed much at all since he spoke to us yesterday morning. He warned that the you know the main roads were pretty good but that the back roads or county roads and even even some fairly main roads like Morrisville Pike, Campbellsville Pike, uh Theta Pike completely covered. Yeah, they they are not good. Uh and uh so and and he also warned I think the thing that caught my attention most, he, he said, we get this a little thaw, and then the water gets out on the road on, in a shady spot or whatever. He said, that's – and these, you know, these slick patches of ice that aren't always visible form. He says, that's where you get the bad wrecks. That's where you get the fatalities. So go ahead, Ms. York. Well, Dell, we've had 14 deaths across Tennessee. And yeah. uh, people don't understand that. Because it's snow and stuff out there, it's still dangerous. And they have to, you know, one incident was some guy fell off a house and killed himself. Good gracious. Trying to remove snow. I mean, use some common sense, folks. Be careful out there. And Bucky's doing a good job taking people to dialysis and trying to get them their services that they have to have in order to live. Right. But, uh, he did point it's out. a lot of danger out there with this weather, and people need to be very, very particular about going outside and doing things. Yes, they do. Yeah. And uh, as we get older, Mr. York, <laughs> that gets a little more scary. Uh, we're, we're, my, my husband actually had a show tonight. Uh, Rory Feet was restarting the Mule Town in the Rounds at the Homestead Hall, but that show has been canceled and rescheduled for May 16th. So that's another cancellation, just FYI. Okay. Again, thanks to Sheriff Rowland for coming on. And, and yes, and yes, Mr. York, they are, you know, dialysis patients. They're providing them transportation. They're also picking up uh, medications for people from the drugstore who aren't able to get out and get them. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, what, what's... Good morning. <laughs> you got plenty of gas, and you're probably all natural gas out there yeah I'm, I'm i'm in a city connection so uh i'm firing away man firing a hole, firing the hole. <laughs> all right regular special guest dude uh native son favorite son of columbia 77 graduate central high school ron hart good morning good morning good morning debbie matthews friend of the station a conservative voice good, good morning good morning and seth campbell another friend of the station who's uh, uh teacher at mount pleasant high but he's not teaching this week because of the weather and we're glad to have him good morning seth hey good morning everybody 
There we go. Who who you got you with you there, Seth? Now that's Argos. That's Argos. Argos. He's 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 he likes it inside, so he's not going out much. What kind of hound is he? He's a bloodhound. Yeah, I love any kind of hound. I, you know, from beagle hound to fox hound to to, to bloodhound, I love them all. Me, me yeah. too. Yep, they're they're awesome. All right, Ron, you've got a new column out. And, Speaking uh, of hounds, <laughs> Donald, Donald Trump. You dog. You dog. Uh, uh, Trump wins Iowa with one hand tied behind his back. Um, the uh, you Ron writes Florida governor Florida governor Ron DeSantis came in a solid number two, something Joe Biden has not done since 2015. <laughs> now on to New Hampshire, where, where they make their prisoners stamp out license plates all day that say "Live Free or Die." Unlike Iowa, New Hampshire is not very religious. Thirty-five percent of New Hampshire voters that identify as loosely affiliated with a church, which is According to Ron, pollsters speak for lots of Episcopalians. In general, <laughs> in general awesome, yeah, in general, awesome. yeah, in general, um, Trump should be able to beat Biden from the border to inflation, from wars to corrupt wars. By any objective measure, Biden is a disaster. But the mainstream media are not objective, and they carry the water for any Democrat. Clearly, Joe has lost his faculties, but after 50 years in the business, he instinctively goes into campaign mode. Biden recently visited the tomb of the unknown soldier to make a speech and said he knew the guy. There we go. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really you know? sad that the options we have are pretty bad. It looks like Nikki Haley's going to get out of this thing alive, so it looks like it's going to be Trump and, Trump and Biden. We could do better, I think, on both sides, clearly. Uh, in terms of candidates, uh, they ran Robert Kennedy Jr. out of the race, which I thought was a little bit uh, that was heavy handed. Yes, it was. Tells you all you need to know about the Democrat Party of today. Uh, the Republicans just, speak, just speak for the Republican Party, Ron. You on the Republican uh, side. You don't have a dog in the fight on the Democratic side. Well, yeah, hold, on, hold on a second, Jim. I mean, they weren't going to let Robert Kennedy debate Biden, even though he Robert was in the Kennedy primary. Robert Kennedy has been. And Robert Kennedy yes, will then tell Biden to at least give him Secret Service protection. Uh, I mean, they're holding that up. Protection. Biden is that vindictive? Yes, he's, he's out there with the extreme righties. Well, he's not. Nobody's, nobody's going. Nobody's going to mess with him. He's That's been right about true. everything. What has he been wrong about, Mister York? Well, the economy's doing better than anything that's no, been no, no. lately. You're making more money about. than you ever made before, and you complain about Joe Biden. That's ridiculous. Ain't more money ever made before. That's ridiculous. People losing money to inflation every day. People go buy something. You get a four percent raise, inflation seven percent. How's that working for you? Inflation's not seven percent. Jim, and when they do the the inflation numbers, they take out fuel and food. I don't care what they take out. We've got a good economy. They take out fuel and food when they calculate the inflation numbers right now, and those are the two most inflated things. The people on Wall Street says this is a good economy, and they're not complaining. Well, anyway, you call it Wall Street. I thought you hated Wall Street. I don't hate Wall Street. Oh, you don't? Okay. Oh, they, they, uh-huh. They're making money. That's where you make the money at, right? You well, up no, there. You don't make it at Wall Street. You make it at <laughs> corporate America who goes That's right. people go to work That's every day right. and build a company. But you but don't you don't want you don't want companies with no regulations like you do. You know you want companies to do whatever they want to do, and that's not that's not fair. Uh, to that's not money. completely true. It's not completely true. But it, I think uh, you're projecting. Less regulation would do a lot better for everybody. Well, 
But Biden is the best bet for this country right now. If you're going to save democracy and try to have a country. Oh, oh, oh I love that. Oh, save democracy. Yes. You know oh, what? Saving democracy. Jim, let's talk about saving democracy. Let's talk about saving democracy. It just came out yeah. yesterday that the Department of Treasury has now flagged every American that has Googled MAGA, Trump, uh, Cabela's or Bass Pro Shops, and they've gone through their financials. If you're saying that's democracy and Biden is promoting that, then I guess that's a warped view of democracy. Biden's also promoting collecting one million and back over taxes that people didn't pay. Does that include Al Sharpton? He can start with Hunter. Hunter has not paid his taxes. What about Al Sharpton? He hasn't paid a cent. He Al Sharpton paid his. Paid his. He's paid a cent, but he Al Sharpton, yeah, that, uh, yeah, Al Sharpton owes a couple of million. So yeah, let's get so that. So guys, if Reverend you have good Reverend Al, Al. Pro yeah. Shop or Trump or MAGA, we're all on the list somewhere. Well, nobody, nobody's coming York. after you all. You know, you, you try to if you try to be good citizens and do what you're supposed to do. You're all right. The why they keep that data? They're not coming after you. Why do they keep any data? Why does your doctor keep data when you go to visit? Because <laughs> so you're a history I'm going you, home and log on to Cabela's working. and buy some long johns right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, get the ones I'm that just mad because you're out of power and Biden's running the country well. Yeah, and, he's got a few snafus, but who wouldn't? But, Nobody's perfect. And, and we've seen time after time after time, Democrats always accuse Republicans of doing what they are doing. Saving democracy is the opposite of what the Democrats are doing. Amen. And, and, that's, and that's why they project on the Republicans saying that democracy needs to be saved from us. Yeah, it was really funny to watch him go to Valley Forge and make a speech, of, you know, compare himself to George Washington and talk about tr- January 6th and, you know, the insurrectionists. Who was the ultimate insurrectionist? George Washington. Washington. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the but he was from a country that was oppressing. A country that, that was oppressing. That's that's that's. Uh, oh, and when when they're tracking our Cabela's purchases, that's not oppression. That is impressive. Thank you. Cabela purchases. That's something Debbie got off of the damn internet. No, this is the Department of Treasury <laughs> has been collecting this they, information. You're, you're ignoring that article well, in Time well, magazine where they they documented how the FBI is monitoring Trump supporters and Catholics. Well, maybe they need to be monitored. They might be doing something illegal. Well, so that's, that's every every despot leader says the same thing, Mr. York. They need to be monitored. What, what well, the hell? Well, is that? who's got the despot leader? Who's got the despot leader? You guys. You. You're the guy. You. you guys are red. Absolutely. You guys are just comparing himself to God. Oh, good Lord. Oh, my God. He's comparing himself Frank, to Frank, God. Frank, Frank, <laughs> This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. 
Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Garnets begin the year as January's birthstone. Garnets are also the gemstone that are traditionally gifted for a second wedding anniversary. Here at Tillis Jewelry, we have a variety of garnets to fit your budget, whether you prefer vintage or modern. Next time you visit us, be sure to mention this ad and receive 10% off your purchase. You deserve something new to begin the new year. Follow us at Facebook and Instagram. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Need a little extra cash for the holidays from now until christmas pillar plumbing heating cooling and electrical is giving you a 500 visa gift card when you buy select new hvac systems or receive a 250 gift card with a new tankless water heater and upgrade now with monthly payments as low as 79 visit happyhiller.com happy you'll be or the service is free call the happy face truck today This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Hey, this is Jonathan Castile, a.k.a. John Boy, with John Boy's Handyman Service. One call and we'll handle it all. Truly means we'll handle it all. From pressure washing your house to doing remodeling, we're licensed, insured, and bonded. So rest assured, John Boy will handle it all. You can contact me at 931-242-7620 or my email, castilejonathan10 at gmail.com. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare dual complete plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over the phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare dual complete plan. Call 855 UHC MORE. That's 855 UHC MORE. 855 UHC MORE. 
This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Come senators, congressmen, please heed the call. Don't stand in the doorway, don't block up the hall. For he that gets hurt will be the one who has stalled. There's a battle outside and it's raging. It'll soon shake your windows and rattle your walls for the time. All right, my name's Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. As always, the bump music on this show reflects my mood at the moment. And, uh, you know, you may be interested in that, may not. <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> always, Del. Always. All right. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Yeah, that, that bump music is correct. Times <laughs> are a change. Yeah, and we'll and see what you... have to adjust to them. And those that can't adjust will be just like natural selection out there in the wild. You won't make it. Yeah, you're you're party's method of adjustment, Mr. York, is to gram a gun barrel down my throat. And, no, it's uh, not the party. It's the individual. No, that's that's what y'all are. I mean, you, you, there's no compromise in your side at all. Yeah. Just, well, what's going it's, on it's in just, Congress right just, now is no just compromise. My, it's just my way or you die, and that's all there is nah, to it. Nah, that's not it. All right. That's not it. Dude. That's your skewed method of trying to explain the existence of what's going on. Die. Now, on a national level, it's my way or you die. And there's no compromise in the Democrats here locally, really. I mean, Seth comes closest to it that I, I can imagine. That's really a conservative. He just doesn't know it yet. Yeah, I could be. All right, Debbie Matthews, regular Look special out, guest. Seth. <laughs> they branding you, buddy. Hey. They trying yeah. to brand you. Hey, wait a second. I, I, so good morning, everybody. And I do want to make the announcement that the conservative Republican Party Monday night is hosting Sarah McAvee, who is a wife of a January 6th prisoner at our meeting. We are inviting everybody that would like to come and hear her story 
and I just talk about issues. I thought they she, were hostages. So uh, political prisoners, Jim. Oh, okay. So her husband has been held for almost three years now, um, solitary confinement. He's waiting his sentence, but she will be here Monday night. We're serving pizza at 530. The meeting starts at 6. Hear her story about being a wife of a political prisoner. Um, I think it's an important thing that we see what's going on in our country. All right, Debbie so, Matthews. I feel sorry for, for for being involved in something like that, but, you know, if people commit a crime, Ms. York, the courts say they have to do the time. Ms. York, what happened to that congressman who pulled the lever on the uh, water during the debate? Fire, right. the fire alarm? Who, who lied on the fire alarm? Well, that's up to the Congress to wait, do that. Wait, 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 time out. Last week, the Hamas protesters... All right, we haven't even we have, we have said hello to Ron Hart yet, Debbie. I'm here. Hello. <laughs> All right. And Seth <laughs> Campbell. Good, good morning, Seth. But la- hey, last, everybody. Good morning. Last week, the Hamas protesters did the exact same thing that the people did on January 6th. They occupied a building, and none of them, not one of them, has been arrested. Not they're not one. Hamas protesters. They're pro-Palestinian folks. Well, okay. Well, they did. They occupied What's the a difference? building. They did, have not been arrested. This is the this is why Shocker. the judicial signal is two tiered. We got two tiers of justice here. And that's oh, yeah. Yeah. When you look at the annex Trump did in court in the last couple of days, we got two tiers. Miss York, I remember when this lady came on the radio. What's her name again? Sarah McAbee. Sarah McAbee. Sarah McAbee. She described how her husband's been kept in solitary confinement for what, a year and a half? Nearly now. three years. Twenty eight months before his trial. Yeah. And, and I've never heard of I've I've never I've been in the federal system twenty five years as a federal prosecutor in Nashville. I have never heard of the lack of due process, the the disparate. Uh, I, I mean, you want to talk about disparate impacts? I mean, we used to be accused of disparately prosecuting black people. The the January six defendants are being treated disparately. I have never they are they are being singled out for cruel and unusual. Tr- punishment way and above what the constitution allows i've never heard of solitary measured totally solitary confinement i've never heard of except if in the situation where it's done where the inmates trying to kill a fellow inmate something like that but not you know, just you know, but not that just might, that might not not solitary confinement solely because the fact that they're a january 6th defendant and that's what's going yeah. on here and it's in that violation of the constitution that might be well, better than spending 44 years in prison in North Carolina for, for a bunk charge where the man didn't do anything. Yeah, oh, that's another one of your conspiracy theories. And, Miss York, you— No, that's not. That Ms. was reality. Miss York, spend 44 no, years Mr. York what you did, just hang on. Miss York, what you did— didn't do any of it. What, Miss York, I did that's one, you know, that's, a, that's an old saw that we've heard before. It happens sometime, and sometime it doesn't. But right, what oh, it the, happens. It don't mean nothing to you if it's somebody no, it that you don't like. Yeah, that person wasn't kept inappropriately. I'm not going to get off into some case in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, we are talking about a January 6th defendant and the the lack of due process, the lack of a fair and impartial jury, the lack of a fair and impartial judge. 
the solitary confinement just because he's a January 6th defendant. And, Mr. York, your last word at the end of the show was he deserved it. And that's what you said. That's right. He deserved it. He yeah. shouldn't you know have gone what? there. We're, he shouldn't have gone there. We're gonna, we're now who's yeah, a threat yeah. to democracy? All right. Now who's a threat to democracy? Everybody point at Jim he York. He didn't have to go participate Seth, in Seth, you can't even go along with this, and I know that. Now, he has I, the right I, to do I, that. He has the right to protest. You didn't go participate in it if it was so important. Why didn't he you go? He has the right to protest. He does. And it, I've never seen an insurrection. Where now who's the threat to democracy? The Velvet Rope. Jim York. <laughs> and everybody who rides with him. Yeah, That's I'm right. a threat to democracy. Monday, yeah, sure. Monday night we will be showing the video of what happened on uh, to her husband. The video was released. Where she's permit she's permitted us and has sent the video. We will be looking at the video of what went down with him that day as well. Y'all just trying to raise money, Debbie. That's all. Using somebody's misfortune to raise money. That's There's all. There's no money. It's not we misfortune if you deserved it, right, Mr. York? It's not misfortune if you deserved it. You know, I, I, the reason I, you know, I I met her through a mutual friend, so I brought her on because I thought her story yes. was definitely worth telling. I don't agree with her on on everything by any stretch, but I, I just think that that, that story is, is worth telling. And it's really, you know, um, a good example of, you know, her husband messed with the bull and, and he got the horns of the federal government. And those horns are not something that, you know, I would wish on, on, on anybody, um, just to be honest with you, but it's not, I, I, I don't mean to switch subjects, but I want to know what representative Sapicki said, um, belt, well, he, said he got he got a hold of y'all. Well, we we just apparently he's in the middle of something. He's in Nashville. He said he's some. We've got some things wrong, and I and I'm at least speaking for myself. I'm sure I do. You know, I'm just trying to relate. Well, same. Yeah, and uh, he said he, he's going to come on tomorrow morning with Jim Ross. We invited him to come in by phone this morning, and, and apparently he's too busy to do that. Uh, so okay, yeah, we we yeah. I, I'm not God sure. I'm not sure what stick on the pig. That's yeah, all he's going to do. Well, I'm not sure whether you know. I mean, it's my belief that the teacher pay and the and the vouchers are on separate legislative tracks. They may not be. Well, they definitely were, but they moved the teacher pay one up. You know, because that wasn't supposed to uh, that wasn't supposed to take effect until what uh, a year or two, and now they want to move it up all of a sudden. And I just i I think that would be on a, um, a response to, to trying to jam that, that voucher bill down. But I, but I don't know. Like I said, I could have gotten something wrong. I'm well, curious to hear what he has to say. I would be. I it, 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 yeah. I would, I would be in favor of moving up. You know, what the raise is supposed to take effect uh, year after next, maybe. And I would be. I would be completely in favor of moving those raises up to this fall, personally. Uh, the, uh, but I. You know what I've been thinking about it, Seth, and I was puzzled when I read what you wrote. I think what I've heard Scott talk about in terms of the vouchers is something by the legislature to address the concerns that Debbie and Clayton and I have that the vouchers might come initially or eventually with strings. And they want to put legislative language in there to say that, no, these these vouchers can't be conditioned on you know private schools doing this or that to try to you know the point being that people like myself and debbie might be made more comfortable with the vouchers and clayton by doing that and i'll just tell you that doesn't make me any more comfortable with the vouchers you know when the legislature votes in language prohibiting strings they can vote it out 
And that's so, right. That's and right. So I, that that doesn't help my comfort level with vouchers at all. Uh, right. I mean, I respect the effort, and we we are friends of Scott Spicky and support him here, you know. But uh, we conservatives and Republicans, you know, we can disagree sometimes too, uh, and and that's all good. Uh, but uh, uh, that that's what I've heard, Seth. I mean, I, it, it would be great if we could, we can get the word from Scott in the morning. He's he's typically a guest of Jim Ross uh, this station this time on Friday mornings, and assuming assuming that we can all get to the station in the morning, uh, maybe he can straighten some of it out. I, I think I, the broader picture the broader picture, Delk, is that is that competition is good for everything. The product is always better when there's competition, <laughs> and, and currently the school system has a monopoly on kids, their minds, their their indoctrination, things like that. And people That's are just, wrong, Ron. That's wrong. Yeah, I, I don't mind totally the right. competition. I don't mind the competition. I think the competition is a good thing. I just have serious reservations of sending lots of taxpayer money to these private entities that can really do what they want educationally in there. And we're, we're well, going to fund that? I, I don't like that. Come from the public school system, right? It's a zero-sum game. It's not going to... You know, it's giving seventy five hundred bucks for a kid to go to, you know, come up with three thousand or four thousand from his parents and send them to a different school. I mean, it's just it's an option that they have. Again, I, I, I've seen it a lot. There's a lot of scholarships. I mean, we, we have these nice schools. We have make strict parameters. Yeah, I mean, we what? have strict parameters of what we teach in our pacing guides and the curriculum and every day what you're supposed to do. Um, you know, those parameters are in place and they're concrete for public schools. Um, you know, for private schools, they don't have they don't share those. Uh, and they, they don't, don't test. Do the they don't get they the can. test. They don't have to do the. They don't have the same requirements as public schools. I will guarantee you, Mister York, private schools have higher SATs than public schools. Absolutely. Yeah, but you got the selected uh, no, students. Yeah, there. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You don't yeah. have special well, well, needs yeah, yeah. kids. You don't have and, 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 kids there. Special hey, needs kids don't take the SAT. Well, no, it's no, obvious. No, 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 All right, we're running out of time. Jim, hang on, hang on. I gotta jump in there because uh, every year I have to take twenty. Um, special education kids into a room and I have to give them the ACT. Juniors, I have to give them the ACT. And these kids have no, I, I shouldn't say this, most of these kids have no business taking the ACT, but they're mandated to take the ACT. Okay.